0: Guys, welcome back to another, of course, the Arsenio Buck Show, and welcome back to Steve and Coffee. baby. We are going to finish this bad boy off over the next week before I head to Vietnam. Oh my God, so excited about this. So, you know what? When you have lost the trust of others, you know what? Well, to be honest with you. Thought about this, especially living out here in Thailand, especially being at the place I am right now. There was a specific individual that used to work here, but now she's gone. And I remember I I went to a a, a Spartan race last year around probably May. And because I took that time off, then I told her, you know, I was unsure about, you know, taking this job and this and that and everything. And she was like, okay, um, It's okay, and I I told her about my Saturdays, and I told her that I was going to teach and whatnot. I just took one day off. And then all of a sudden, she says and sends me an email right after the Spartan race while I'm sitting in Pattaya Beach. If you guys don't know this beach, it's a notorious beach with a lot of hookers, prostitutes in Thailand. This is a really nasty province. It's a bad city called Pattaya. And I'm sitting there and I'm angry because I'm not even supposed to be there. We were supposed to finish the race and head home. They said they wanted to take photos of this stupid bikini run. I'm like, dude, you're literally going to see a bunch of high-so nasty garbage women who are literally going to start running for maybe only 100 to 200 meters. Then they're going to cheat and come across the finish line just so they can get a picture, so they can put it on their social media. I was so angry. And in saying all that, Probably shortly after, I got an email from this lady. She's like, listen, the students in the morning, they like their new teacher. The other students, they can't learn this time, so we've given your two classes to another teacher. And I'm like, wow, they took away my classes just like that. And I can't remember what did I do to replace those classes, but it was like – it was a real big slap in the face because I'm like, wow, guys. You literally took two of my classes away without even giving me a heads up or anything? And so afterwards, I, I didn't work here for a year. A year I didn't work here for. I labeled this place as, you know, um, you, you know unsupportive, uh, inept. What? What is it? Incompetent? Because um, I mean, there are a lot of different branches that I work at. And then all of a sudden, I spoke to the main guy and he's like, Hey, so you live over there, right? I'm like, yeah, I can actually go to that place. He's like, okay. And then they, one late girl that worked there, who was, oh my God, I'm glad she doesn't work there anymore. She was like one of the, anyways, she messaged me and sent me everything, and I'm like, oh wow, they sent me a full schedule, and I'm like, okay, I think things are gonna start looking up again. But then again, I was lied to about the price that I was actually gonna get paid. He was paying me probably about let's say 13 percent less than I was getting per hour, and I'm like, guys, in Bangkok, you're paying me this much? This is bullshit. So then I would become heavily reliant on other places. The thing that I'm trying to tell you right now is I had another situation that just rose or arose today. And what happened was it was a simple thing. I'm going to Vietnam for four or five days, okay? I told them, this day and this day, I'm going to be gone. That's it. I'll come back the following week. They messaged me. They said, we cannot find a teacher to fill in for those two days. Therefore, we are not going to give you the class. I said, wait, so there are teachers demanding that they will only take the class if it's theirs rather than just filling in and you're allowing them to do that? I said, perfect. One, because I didn't want to teach until nine at night, anyways. I believe that's a waste of time, especially for the money I was getting. Two, I could just fill in for something that pays me probably about 30 to 50% more as well as doing teaching online in my one-on-ones and just having more time in the evening to you know meet people and whatnot. So it's a, it's a massive win-win for me. One, because I do not like wasting time at places like this, period. I just don't like wasting time at all. And this is because it pays less. You get yourself the hours on the weekend. That's all you get. You get a couple scattered hours throughout the weekdays. That's all you're going to get. I don't care about the and ifs or buts because I know you guys do not protect my pockets between November and March. So you could tell what's happening. Do they lose trust? Did they lose trust in me because I literally said I was going to go on vacation, although there are other teachers here that go on vacation, and it's no problem whatsoever? You see what I mean? So – I asked myself, I say, you know what? I'm a very trustworthy person. However, there are times that I lose that trust within myself. So I'm going to give you a paragraph straight out of Stephen Covey's book. He said, whether you lose the trust of others through a conscious act of betrayal, poor judgment, an honest mistake, a failure of competence, or a simple misunderstanding, the path of restoration or to restoration is the same. You have to increase your personal credibility behave in ways that inspire that trust. So whatever it is – listen, if I take a day off, you got plenty of teachers that could fill in for me. It's not the end of the world. However, they might look at it as a business acquisition and say, oh, you know what? That's an – that's a deposit. I'm sorry. That's not a deposit. That's a withdrawal. However, they do not count deposits in their emotional bank accounts in places such as these. They only count withdrawals. It's kind of like this. If I had 100 students, which I've had before, you never get praise. You never get the positive reinforcement for anything you have done. But the moment one individual, if this person, this specific student could be autistic, they could be racist, they could be colorist, they could be religious, whatever ism there is, but they'll blow it up and they'll hurry up and call you out on it and then they'll take away your work. So me, I'm kind of like, well, you know what? I've just been offered. So if I look at it throughout the weekdays, I have probably about seven – no, I would have to say eight. Eight big-time projects through the weekdays that pay a ridiculous amount, and – even if I don't have anything here, that gives me the opportunity to start tuning in and start delivering on my Patreon for everyone who's interested in actually paying you know, $150 to learn TOEIC privately with one-on-one coaching, live coaching, Q&As and stuff. You see what I mean? The bigger picture because one, listen, I could work here and I remember I told you guys last month, if I work at a place 45 hours, double the amount here. I would make almost – I would make the same amount in 45 hours in other places as I would make here in 90 hours. Do you see what I'm saying? So again, logically, I would say, you know what? I'm going to stop doing this. But it could also leave a lot of withdrawals. And once it becomes overdrawn, I was away from this specific branch for one year. Pretty crazy, huh? See – it's always about the micro steps too. So if some of you are going through the steps, it's not about taking the major big step. And the only way you can win someone's trust back is by inspiring trust and action, inspirational action. If you do it by words, 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 it's not enough. Let me give you an example. Friend of Lisa, right? Uh, acquaintance. She is out there in good old America. You know what? She's had personal issues. And let's just say there was not one, not two, but three massive betrayals of distrust on her end with a partner and what ended up happening with his words he continues to somehow inspire trust without delivering actions he's completely overdrawn but she's completely at a loss to actually sit there and say okay enough is enough what are we going to do what am i going to do you see what I mean? Because a lot of people they don't have it, they don't have that courage in them to take that big step. Some of us we have to dive in rather than easing in. If someone's consistently just doing you over over and over and over, enough is enough, right? So, I'm going to give you another paragraph. It says, "However, understanding how trust was lost in the first place is an important key to understanding how to apply the cores and behaviors, as I've mentioned on so many numer- numerous amount of uh, podcasts before. It's all about restoring it. So generally speaking, a loss of trust created by a violated – you know a violation of character like integrity or intent, it's much more difficult to restore that than a loss of trust probably, let's say, in competency, right? like capabilities or results. Right. So, again, if I wasn't able to achieve the results with someone who was not even set out to begin a specific test preparation course, it's more – well, out here, I would have to say it's more difficult to restore that trust because they automatically assume, boom, and put you in a box and no, you can no longer teach this because you had this student. And it doesn't matter what level that specific student was. It's the fact that I – have, the, uh, have or apparently have the capabilities, but I didn't deliver the results. That never happened with me. I always delivered the results, but I was still put in a box at my old job. That's why I left and that's why I do all of this freelance online on my website. Got it? However, when it comes to the world of personal relationships, work relationships, this goes as says. Violations of integrity, they're probably the most difficult to restore in all relationships. Whether they're personal, family, professional, organizational, or in the marketplace. I'm talking about integrity. I'm talking about the guy's word. It's kind of like the – who is it? The financial managers. They said, hey, you know what? Invest with us and I will beat the market or we will beat the market. And they never beat the market. Hell, they lose all your money. It's hard to restore that, right? No. We're going to put you in a box and we're going to say, fuck you. A lot of Americans did not learn from 2008 and 2009. This big crash is coming within probably the next 18 months. Massive crash is coming within the next 18 months, and Americans are still saying to themselves, oh, you know what? I'm going to keep investing in doing this 401K, but hopefully lesson learned from a lot of those Americans that were invested in a 401K and it was completely wiped down. See, this is why I don't trust the, Mar- uh, the Wall Street. This is why I don't trust stocks and bonds because no one in the history since doing those specific podcasts has answered my question. If – Wall Street and everything collapses, and I, has, and I have stocks or whatever, and the S&P 500, Vanguard, whatever, will those go away? No one can answer that. And the answer is yes, because no one's going to say, oh, yes, they will. And no, they don't, and they're protected because of this and that. No, they're not. Nothing's protected in the world of money, especially in the hands of the greediest people in America. Got it? So, again, if you lie about something, I'm telling you, man, integrity It's the most difficult if someone says, hey, you know, I'll meet you there, I'll do this, I'll do that, and then, uh, you know, they keep doing it over and over and they never keep their word, we're done. And this, <clears throat> this is the problem that I have with myself because it's all about me keeping commitments. What you need to do is keep in mind, when you talk about restoring trust, you're talking about changing someone else's feelings about you and the confidence in you. Not, it's, it's, it's not something you can control. You can't force people to trust you. You can't make them have confidence in you. They may be having feelings or other issues in their lives, and it may be difficult for them, you know, challenging for them to actually, you know, trust you in general. Nonetheless, the point is that you can only do what you can do. If you're not able to restore trust in a particular situation or relationship by strengthening your cores, your habits, behaviors, You can still increase your capability or your ability to establish or restore trust in other situations throughout your life. It might not work for this one, but it could work for a hell of a lot of others. So this is how you can begin to start taking those steps. Going back, referring to the cores, the capabilities, the behaviors, and figuring out what is it? Have I lost that integrity with my partner or my relationships over here or over there? Look at the ones and see where it all happened. By now, you should be able to do that. And then you could take the action by inspiring trust. So with that being said, guys, thank you for tuning in to another wonderful Stephen Covey podcast. And you know what, man? We got a couple more coming up real soon. So as always, man, I'm your host. Over and out.